10, 10 9, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6 5, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, May 18th. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for checking in here on the pre-show, whether it's by text at 702-364-9400 or by tweet at Mercedes in the AM. We see your check-ins. Thank you for that. Middle of the week. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Middle of the month. You've got a busy May with uh, with a child graduating coming up and graduation party. How, how you feeling about all this stuff that's coming up right now in your um, world? Pretty good. I'm just trying to get, you know, final preparations done. We're doing a little thing in the backyard, but the, the issue I'm having is uh, my husband thinks I always order too much food. And so... <laughs> He may be right, but I just am so paranoid of running out of food that I go overboard. So I finally got a basic head count. There's a couple of stragglers I'm unsure of, but I, I don't think it'll matter too much. But um, I'm trying to just figure out how much food I actually need. So I ordered stuff from the caterer, but then I, I'm, I've ordered stuff from other places for like here's a charcuterie board let's get that and then i'm like do i need stuff for the kids do i need uh, something for people with dietary restrictions how many people will be there with dietary restrictions should i get a dairy-free dessert should i get a gluten-free dessert and my husband's like oh my gosh this is getting out of control you need to just keep it simple and so you know stuff like that i start i start going a little overboard we want to be prepared for everyone and make and, and that's that's who you are that's your character and that's why we love you want to make sure everyone at your party is going to be taken care of and is having a great time and back of your mind is i'm sure like the worst thing you would experience is you get halfway through the party and realize like oh no we're gonna run out of food what do we do domino's who can do who can get uber eats who can get food over here fast enough to take care of the rest of the guests you'd i'm sure you'd rather be in a situation where you have leftovers than a situation where some of your guests have no food right? exactly and we had a party once um and i just remember i felt terrible because um all we ended up ordering was like it was from a barbecue place and all that we had basically was pork like pulled pork and baby back ribs and like i don't know why i spaced i didn't order any chicken like what was wrong with me so some of our friends come and they don't eat pork at all and i just felt horrible all they could eat were side dishes and they were totally fine with it Mm -hmm. you know but i noticed it and i'm like oh Gosh, what did I do? So now I just want to make sure I have something for everyone, <laughs> you know? I think I was at a party once in your house. We had a lot of leftover barbecue stuff, and you, you were kind enough to send home a dish, a lot of food. And I was very happy because barbecue is my favorite. I remember just eating that for a couple of days, and I think I also kept the dish as well. Yeah, you did. You, you, don't, get, you don't get any more uh, dishes from me. What if I bring you my own Tupperware? What if I bring my own? Yeah, that's fine. If you offer to go, I got a container in my car, just so you know. <laughs> I'm always prepared for some leftovers. It's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm happy for you guys and excited about your daughter graduating. I was driving around some school zones yesterday and seeing kids walking home from school and knowing that the end of the school year is here and summer's around the corner. And that's such a great feeling knowing that school's almost over for the summer. Yeah, I, and I think they're ready. They're, she's at the point where she's pretty much taken all of her 
big tests and uh i'm like how's school today and she's like boring (laughs) and then my other daughter she's getting ready for her tests and and trying to figure things out and and uh so she's kind of stressed out so it's like i've got one extreme and the other that i'm dealing with right now is it a difference as far as timing isn't clark county may 25th is your other daughter she's not technically clark county school in june till june yeah the beginning of june i think it's that that following week that she's out so yeah she's got to go an extra week but i think she started later so you know it all balances mm-hmm, out in the mm-hmm. end so how was your night yesterday it was good i've got an issue with pillows in my house right now um i mentioned last week or maybe yeah last week or at some point that i discovered you can do costco on instacart and i'm not a costco member but i did i did some instacarting on on costco at costco and i got a bunch of stuff including pillows and these pillows are the kind that came they were wrapped up like really tight so you had to unpack them and then fluff them out to make them fluffy it's like sleeping on pancakes. They're so so flat. They're horrible. So then I went to the store yesterday. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond to buy some other pillows. And these are memory foam pillows. And sleeping with them last night. And these things too. But halfway through the night, my head sinks all the way through. I need a nice, firm, sturdy pillow. I have a memory foam pillow, and it is the sturdiest thing ever. I'm wondering, I, I don't know what brand it is, though. I have to check. I got, actually got it at the same place I got my mattress a few years ago mm-hmm. and we got two of them and it was too firm for my husband so I ended up getting both of them so I just switch them out <laughs> every couple of months and that thing is the best pillow I, I'm i like I never want to have to get rid of that pillow I love it so much I'll try to find out what brand it is yeah let me know what the brand is because this one memory foam and when I went to bed last night it felt great I'm like oh this is comfortable woke up halfway through the night my head kind of sunk through so I flipped it over and on the other side flipped it over stirred it on the other side but when I woke up this morning head is just I, it was just too flat for me so I want I want some firmness in my pillow. I don't want to sleep on a rock, but I want some firmness when I go to oh, bed. Oh, mine's not like a rock. Is it? Yeah. And I like it. I like yeah. how it supports my neck. You won't like mine then. It's way too firm. Is there any give to it? Well, there's a little give, yeah, yeah but it that's why my husband didn't like it. He's like, there's just it's just not <laughs> fluffy. I'm like, nope, and I like it that way. I like it firm. So I'm buying, I'm buying multiple, so now I'm out two more pillows. I'll give these pillows a couple more days before I go searching for pillows. But it's it's a pillow journey in my house right now. Oh, man. It's first world problems. Yeah, indeed, but yeah. It really, but it really does matter. I mean, how are you supposed to get a good night's sleep? Waking up multiple times last night because of this pillow. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has any suggestions, let us know. 702-364-9400. Also, use that number for the pre-show you pick them it is time to start the show first song of the show what song do you guys want to hear do you want to hear i'm the only one by melissa etheridge do you want to hear freak on a leash by corn Do you want to hear I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or, like I said, text or call us 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or 
Magician, extreme illusionist, and stunt artist David Blaine is bringing his jaw-dropping act to a live stage at Resorts World Theater. David Blaine Live starts September 30th, so we're getting a new headliner here. Now, a show will only be once a month. Why not nightly? David Blaine told People Magazine, if I did that, I'd be dead within the first week. His act is so dangerous that it cannot be done nightly. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, it's still dangerous if you do it monthly, though, right? That is a great point. <laughs> I, I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Maybe you're so tired you would make mistakes. What magic show were you in? Weren't you in part of a magic show? A magic show? You attended a show and you were part of the magician's trick? Maybe I'm thinking oh, David else. Copperfield? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I was part of David Copperfield's magic trick. That's a cool deal. Yeah, that was pretty that's awesome. A, that's a, that neat accomplishment. Being behind be- the scenes on how things work and, and the ma- magic involved, it was really cool. Now, Neil Patrick Harris apologized after a photo of a buffet platter from his Halloween party in 2011 resurfaced. It was designed to look like the rotting corpse of Amy Winehouse. So Amy died July 23rd of that year from alcohol poisoning. So this is Halloween, I mean, three months after the fact. Neil acknowledged the distasteful joke in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and he said, quote, It was regrettable then and remains regrettable now. Amy Winehouse was a a a once-in-a-generation talent, and I'm sorry for any hurt this image has caused. That's, um, yeah, I didn't see the picture. I didn't want to see the picture, but I saw the, uh, I, I saw the... The fact that he's apologizing now, that sucks. Is it so, did he leave it up there or just I wonder if it just resurfaced and people think reminding someone people? Someone had it and maybe they posted it or I'm not sure how what happened exactly. Did you see the trailer for the new She Hawk attorney at law? I I didn't. I saw like the still of it and mm-hmm. I I've yet to watch it though, but I saw a lot of people talking about it. It looks cute, it looks fun. Yeah. I saw saw bits and pieces of it uh on the TV this morning. Now the number one movie in the country, by the way, is Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it it has given us some great villains, but who's the best? So Nerdist ranked 32 of these villains, and they have the top 10. I'm going to just run through that. There's some spoilers in here. So I'm just going to do like the top four villains. Tell me if you think these are some of the top villains in the Marvel Universe. We have Eric Killmonger in Black Panther. Okay. Wenwu and Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay. Loki is number two. And then who do you think the number one villain is, according to this poll, in the Marvel Universe? Number one villain of all time. Um, gosh. I don't know. I would say uh, probably, I was going to say Loki. Now I'm like, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, who's the worst villain? Probably, um, I don't know, the, the purple guy? Who's the purple guy? The one that snapped. Thanos, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's number one. Okay, yeah. The purple guy. The <laughs> That's purple what I guy. call him. <laughs> number one villain in the Marvel Universe, according to uh, a Nerdist poll that they did. Thanos is the most evil person That's out there. That's just really hard, because you named some really good some really good villains. But yeah, I guess Thanos, he wipes out half the population. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's pretty intense, right? <laughs> what do you think of the idea of Chris Rock hosting next year's Oscars? Oh, I I mean, I get it. Like, kind of give him the chance to redeem what happened on the last one. But I do think it'll definitely be a a big distraction. But if he's up for it, why not? Well, this could actually happen. An executive ABC 
has already said he's open to the idea. He wants to make next year's show, quote, even better. Okay, have no one attacks one on this stage. This one was not very good. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But here's the deal. The ratings this year were up 58% this year compared to, uh, so this year there are 16.6 million viewers. Uh-huh. The year prior was 9.8 million viewers. I wonder how many viewers tuned in that saw stuff when, saw what happened on social media. Because as soon as the slap happened, the tweets were going crazy. I wonder how many people tuned into the awards after that. Yeah, for sure. Or um, was there a replay of it after it aired? Because it goes live at 5 and then at 8, does it restart? I wonder if people, if that counts for the ratings, if they go in and are like, oh, I want to see this. Or maybe, they, I don't know, they have it on the DVR or something. That's a great point. There's, I think it's called the five days. I forget the technical term for it, but they do count DVR views with a certain amount of days after the fact. So people waking up the following morning, hearing about the slap, jump on their DVR and watch it. And yeah. There's there's another viewer, but so, so they're saying that Chris Rock, if if he hosted next year, that that could help viewership even more. Oscars go down March 12th of next year, so we'll see what happens with that. And then the last one here, Bachelor in Paradise fans, this is for you. ABC announced its fall schedule, and you're getting four hours of your favorite show every week. Bachelor in Paradise takes over Mondays from 8 to 10 p.m. Um, and then it also airs two hours on Tuesdays. So four hours of Bachelor in Paradise this fall on ABC. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of Bachelor. I know the show does well, but that is a lot of Bachelor. Two nights of back, two hours oh of Bachelor action on ABC. <laughs> we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1626. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, May 18th, 6 o'clock. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. It got popped by the water cops yesterday. Did, wait, you mentioned they're your neighborhood a couple weeks ago. They were, they've been lurking. Wow. I think that there's been an issue in my neighborhood and it happened. So yesterday I was leaving for work and I was, I, I was walking down the stairs in my house. Um, I noticed like brake lights outside. And so I immediately like ran down. I'm like, who's up at this hour? No one ever is. So I look out the front window and it's my neighbors across the street and they're leaving. And I was like, Wow. They're never up this early. That's really weird. And so then they they drive away. And so I get my stuff ready in the kitchen. And I go in my car. And as I'm packing stuff up, I see the neighbors come right back. Like they're, And I'm like, that was a quick trip. And they open the garage and they're doing something in there. And, blah, and that was that. So then I pull out and I'm leaving. And I see another car pull up on my street. And it wasn't like a marked car or anything. It looks just like an incognito car, but it does a U-turn and it parks in front of my neighbor's house. And I noticed it because I just thought, that's weird. What are they doing there? But I left. So I get home yesterday and my husband's like, we got popped by the water cops. And he said the time, it says the time on there. And it was like two minutes after I left. So I think that car was like an unmarked water cop car. And then they parked in front of my neighbors and then they came because my sprinklers went on just as I was leaving yesterday. I was like, oh, man, I, I think I saw them. Do you think your neighbor had pulled out, was leaving, saw the water cops? Went back and turned off their sprinklers. Yes, I do. That's exactly what I oh, think they did. Smooth. That's exactly what I think they did. Um, it, it was just very. It was too quick of a trip to even go anywhere, unless they forgot something. Yeah. But um, so we, my husband and I are out last night, turning on the sprinklers, trying to figure out, you know, where's the overspray, and it's just like we readjust things just try to, to try to not make it go over but it's it's hard 
It's really hard. How do you get? Do you get? Is it in a mail? Is it an email? How'd you get? It your was uh, hanging on our our oh. garage door. <laughs> it's like the scarlet letter. Yeah, you see but those the, sometimes. I, I saw a couple of uh, mm. other people in our neighborhood also got them. Did they tell you where it is, or just that there's yeah. an overspray or watering at the wrong time? No, the we, the watering at the it was in the middle. Uh, I think it was like four four o'clock in the morning, four thirty that we were watering. So that was fine. But it tells you these are the steps you can take, and it said that there was overspray. But then it said that there was water in our gutter and. Which I'm not denying, but my neighbor also had just finished watering. So I think a lot of the water was also coming from his place, too. It was a whole thing. So now I'm just like, oh, last night we were just trying to fix things, trying to change the, you know, the times that are watering. So we're not watering too long and it, readjusting the sprinkler heads and stuff like that. It was really annoying. In the, I don't think you should get tagged for gutter water because it could be someone's because for my house, I'm right next to the gutter and we're at the little bit of the bottom of a hill. So anytime someone has water running a couple houses up, five, six, seven houses up, that water flows in front of my house. So I'm always getting gutter water going by my place. I don't think you should be held accountable for gutter water. Yeah, same with ours. Though, like the way we're situated, it's going to pass through a bunch of other places, but it always is going to kind of go past our house yeah. no matter what. So, but I'm not denying that we weren't responsible for it because when we turned on the thing, I, I could see where if it was watering for too long that it could go in there. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh man, what a day. That's bummed. I didn't realize they do that. The tag on the garage door for everyone to see. You know something's if if you if your neighbor has a tag on the garage door, something's up. Yeah, they uh they did something. Something's going on. I was just like really impressed with my neighbor who ran back. <laughs> <laughs> and I even thought about it. I'm like, I wonder if that's the water people. I'm like, no, it's a regular car. But a part of me is like, should I just go turn it off just in case? And I was like, nah. And then my husband told me that. And I was like, dang it. Ugh, I should have done it. As kids, you're, you're running back home. Cops are coming. Quick, hide the booze. <laughs> I know. Now it's the water cops are coming. Turn off the I sprinkler know. system. This is adulting now. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. Um, coming up on today's show. So it's Wednesday. We have two truths and a lie. It's such a fun uh, segment that we do at 630. So we have that coming up. In about 15 minutes, we are doing Heads Up. And when you win Heads Up, you're going to get tickets to Summer Jam at Resorts World. This is happening June 1st. Charlie Puth, Tate McRae. So your tickets are on the way. Then up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? Reports are yet another huge event is coming to Allegiant Stadium. We'll tell you what it is. Also, what pop star just did a cover that would make the boss proud? And how you can score free tickets to Top Gun Maverick just by going out to dinner. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We have Summer Jam. It's taking place June 1st with Charlie Puth and Tate McRae. Your tickets right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. El Clasico is trending this morning. Soccer fans from across the globe could soon converge in Las Vegas as two powerhouse teams in the sports world are reportedly set to take the field this summer at Allegiant Stadium. Yesterday, Madrid Zone, along with sports reporter Elena Condes Edo announced on Twitter that Real Madrid and Barcelona will play in El Clasico. However, the date of the match has not yet been announced, but they're saying it is coming to Vegas. This would be absolutely huge if this really happens. No other details about the matchup have been released at this time, but 
She says it's confirmed. We're just waiting for an official announcement. What a monster event to get over at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, huge. So that would be really cool. We'll keep you guys posted on that as we hear more. Just with your soccer fan or not, just to be there in that building at that time. Whoa, yeah. what an experience. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go. Also trending this morning is Sean Mendez. The singer is being featured in the new Tommy Hilfiger campaign. Now, last week, Tommy Hilfiger introduced its Classics Reborn Summer 2022 global campaign, and they tapped Sean Mendez to model the 1985 program collection. And uh, even though he wasn't born in the USA, he is performing a Bruce Springsteen classic in the label's promotional video. Wearing the brand's underwear and iconic short sleeve polo shirts throughout the video, he did a cover of Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark. Do you want to hear it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't know about this until you mentioned the story in your stuff this morning. I, ha- I haven't listened to it. I'm so excited to hear this. Okay, this. It, do you want to hear the original first before we go uh, into? I know we have the hook of that. Yeah, ha- yeah. actually, just a little side note. Dancing in the Dark is Bruce Springsteen's highest charting. Oh, really? Not Glory Days, not Bored in the USA. It's Dancing in the Dark was his highest charting song. Okay, so here's the original. All right, and here is the Sean Mendez cover. I love it. I think it's a great cover. This is the video where Courtney Cox gets on stage and starts dancing with Bruce Springsteen. I think it's a great cover. I think it's pretty good, too. I have to admit, I was kind of like, oh, no way. And then it started. I was like, oh, I like it. Very nice. So that is trending this morning. Is this? Will he release it as a single? Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything. I think it's just for the promotional video for Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. Um, at one point in the clip, he's seen wearing a white top and blue jeans with a red, white, and blue bandana hanging out of the back pocket, obviously as a reference to... Bruce Springsteen's signature album cover photo, but I don't think he's going to... I don't believe he's going to release it as a single. I think it's just part of this campaign. It's a nice tribute to the boss. I like it a lot. Pretty cool. And then finally this morning, Applebee's is trending. If you are psyched about the new movie Top Gun Maverick, you're not alone, but if you're also a fan of Applebee's, there is a way to bring those two things together. The film arrives in theaters on May 27th, and if you make a qualifying purchase of $25 or more, dine-in or to-go or delivery, even on the app at Applebee's, between now and June 12th, you can get a free Fandango go movie ticket to go see the film but get this if you spend $50 or more you'll get two free movie tickets and if you really want to get into the spirit they're going all in on Top Gun the, if you're dining in uh, an Applebee's they have like a life size uh, Maverick standee Tom Cruise thing uh, along with other Top Gun related surprises inside the restaurant so they are going all in on, on the whole Top Gun craze and of course we have tickets too you don't have to go out to eat we'll be giving away 
away a four pack of tickets to an advanced screening coming up next hour and that is what's trending and right now we have some really cool tickets to give away we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400 your caller 20 you're playing heads up and this is an awesome prize for you we have a pair of tickets to summer jam it's happening at resorts world on june 1st starring charlie pooth Tate McRae, Ian Dior, BB, Yolona Garcia, and tickets, they're on sale right now at rwlasvegas.com. But if you want to win yours, just be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. We have our contestant. It is Renee. Good morning, Renee. Good morning. You ready to do this? You ready to win heads up? I hope so. I win every morning in my car. (laughs) That's going to translate. I feel it. Okay, pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with Top Gun, Easy Bake, or Tree Hugger? Uh, let's do easy bake. Easy bake it is. Okay, this past Sunday was World Baking Day. So these are all things that have to do with baking, okay? All righty. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. All right. All right here we go, Renee. 60 seconds on all the right. clock. You know the drill. You get six and 60 seconds. You win. Those tickets to Summer Jam. And ladies, you start now. You might sift this before you put it in. Flour. Yes. Um, when you take something out of the hot place, you put these on your hands. Oven mitt. Yes. Uh, this, you put, this is um, not margarine, but... Butter. Yes. This is... So, and when you have eggs, you might use one of these to mix them up. Uh, to make a whisk. Yes, a whisk. Um, you could get 2%. You could get whole. You Milk. Could, yes. You put one of these around your waist or over your head. to so you Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you win on the show, too, Renee. You are Yay. a master. Nice job. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. Oh, you're going to have so much fun, Renee. Congratulations. Tickets to Summer Jam Resorts World. So this show is happening on June 1st with Charlie Puth and Tate McRae. So congratulations to you. We're doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour, and when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you're going to take us to go see the Eagles. And up next, it's Wednesday morning. Are you ready for two truths and one lie? We are ready. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Can you tell the difference? We are going to be playing two truths and one lie. If you want to jump on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, we'll be live streaming. Sometimes that helps a little bit, trying to tell who is being truthful. But... Otherwise, if you are listening, just good luck because it's getting harder and harder. Sometimes I forget what, what I'm doing because everybody is that good. Two truths and one lie is coming up after Ed Sheeran. It's Bad Habits, and this is Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah of because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is Wednesday, and that means it is time for two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us will be lying. Can you tell who is doing what? It's not always easy. Sometimes we can't even tell. Most of the time, we can't even tell. All the time, I can't even tell. I know. (laughs) We're so good at it. We're good liars. I know. That's actually quite concerning. But here's how it works. We've all predetermined who's going to do what. We've got our little pieces of paper. That are telling us, and you guys know what you're doing? I do. I do. Okay. Do you come in every morning? Because we draw like five minutes before 
we actually go on the air. Do you come in every morning with the truth and a lie in your head, or do you pick it up on the spot once you find out what you're doing? No, I have it prepared. Mm-hmm. I have it ready to go. Do you? What do you guys do? I'm the same way. I got one ready to go. Yeah, I oh, do yeah. it the night before. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have it ready to go. All right, so any takers for first today? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So we have 30 seconds on the clock to tell our story. Let me get that uh, going here. And I'm going to tell you about... The time that Julie Ventresca, I think I may have mentioned her before, broke my heart on our eighth grade graduation trip. We so I went to a Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. Eighth grade graduation trip, we went to Hershey Park, which is a little adventure park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And I won a giant teddy bear stuffed animal. And after winning that giant stuffed animal, I gave it to Julie as wow, like a love gesture. I'm in eighth grade. I had, had a thing for her. I was all excited. And I gave it to her and we get back to school after the bus ride back and See Julie get off the bus. I'm like, hey, where's the teddy bear? She goes, oh, I left it at the park. Oh, ouch. That's strangely believable. I could, I I could, (laughs) not not that she would do that, but that I could hear the hurt in your voice. And so, I kind of believe this one. I want to say it was like 20 bucks too, because my parents gave me money. Because we're going to the the, the theme park for the day. I feel like I got like 20 bucks to spend on food, whatever. I spent it all trying to win that teddy bear. And I won it. I gave it to her and she left it at the park. Julie, and did, what was your response back to, I left it at the park? Oh, I was eighth grade. Oh, okay. That, that's cool. It was dumb anyway. It's, you know, playing off like I didn't I care. Don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I didn't even like you. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I didn't want you to have it anyway. I'm glad he left it back there. I was I was devastated. Aww. I thought that was going to be the thing that she was going to just, just start swooning over me, but no. What she, was her name again? Julie Ventresca. Mm. Where is she now? I don't know. I don't know. Her parents had like a clothing store in in Doralstown, Pennsylvania, where I'm from. I don't know if they still have it or not. I I, I don't know. I don't want to look her up. What if it wouldn't it be funny if she lived somewhere like Big Bear? <laughs> Just after this whole bear situation, <laughs> she ended up like <laughs> I wonder. Or she's doing a radio show somewhere and she's telling, yeah, this kid, this guy JC, give me a teddy bear. And I didn't like him, so I left it at the park. No, it she hurt. forgot your name. That's how whatever she was. Oh, with this one dude. It hurt. It hurt. I'll oh, tell you that I'm much. Sorry, JC. That's it happens. True. That's love. All right. Uh, up next, Steph. You want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Okay. Count me down. Okay. Thirty seconds. You start. Where's the thirty seconds? Start now. Uh, I was talking about a few weeks ago how I have jury duty coming up, and it reminded me of the time that I actually had jury duty back in San Diego, and I fell for a scam during jury duty. I was waiting, I was at jury duty, and I get a random phone call, and it was a guy that I thought that was real, and he said, congratulations, you've won a uh, free shopping spree. And I said, are you serious? I signed up, gave my credit card, and I realized I looked at my bank account, $500 gone. What? No, you're too smart to fall for something like that. Remind you, I was very young. Let's he said that. you want a shopping spree, but I need your credit card? Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> if you want it, why am I giving the credit card, yeah. right? Let me just need some information. Let me get your credit card Steph. information. I fell for a scam, and it was during jury duty, half asleep, bored. So I'm picking up calls, and that's what happened. Yeah, the first part of that, I was like, lie, you answered your phone. Right? <laughs> right? Um. Wow. What happened afterwards? Did you go to the bank? Did you fight it? Did you get your money back? That's exactly what I did. When I found out, I went straight to my bank, and then I filed for it. I sat with the banker. I was like, I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry for making you go through this just for one silly mistake. And he said, it's actually happening a lot lately. And this was kind of before the time where a lot of scam callers were happening. So... Yeah, that's what happened. So, um, where where did they go? What did they buy? 
I don't. Where did what did they yeah. buy? Yeah, good question. I don't know. I just know that five hundred dollars came out of my bank account, and then eventually I had. So it where just went to five to La La yeah, Land? Was it like uh, yeah, Home uh, Depot? Yeah. Let me think. Uh, let me make up this lie. Uh, let me make up this lie. No, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Honestly, I don't remember. And you just a take... withdrawal. <laughs> you can't just make a withdrawal. Yeah, no, they they withdrew it, but I don't remember the name. It was some funky, weird name. That you did calls. You're in jury duty selection process. Oh, excuse me. Yes, hold on a second. I take this call. Yeah, hello. 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 Yeah. Oh, yes. 42367. Full name, expiration name, and all. Yes. 711 is the code on the back. It was 816. Very interesting. Okay. Who's lying? Who's telling the truth? You be the judge. Okay. I'm up next. You ready, Mercedes? I'm excited. Yes, I'm ready. You're excited. Okay. Um, Your clock starts now. I was sitting on this because over the weekend, I I was rearranging my photos in my phone, and I came across this picture and it was the sweetest picture of my daughter Sophie with Gwen Stefani and it reminded me of how that was the first concert I ever took her to and we had the opportunity to go backstage and meet Gwen and Sophie wanted to bring her something she had just had her son so we bought Goodnight Moon, The Hungry Caterpillar and uh, another children's book and gave, gave children's books to Gwen Stefani as a gift for her newborn son it was hmm. very sweet Oh, I re- I think I remember you posting or sharing this photo. Oh, of, really? Of baby Sophie? Because I just saw it. I don't even. I didn't didn't even realize I had ever. I really with Gwen Stefani. Yeah, and oh. the Harajuku girls. I remember this photo. I didn't see any children's books in that photo, Mercedes. Well, I, I, I definitely remember Goodnight Moon was one. The Hungry Caterpillar, and I can't remember the third. There was three books, and we gave them to Gwen, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, come here!" She was so sweet, and I just was so excited when I found that picture over the weekend. I was like, "Oh my gosh." No one's going to believe this. Now, I believe I was there um, at that meet and greet. No, this is a different meet and greet. So, say the one I was at. That was the, at the Aladdin. The, the, yes, the Harakusha. What are the girls called? Harajuku. Harajuku girls were there, and it was a world. It was in and out. There was no book handing off. There was no picture taking. It was very, very Sophie fast. Sophie wasn't even with me at that one hmm. that you and I were at. That was at the Aladdin. This one was at the MGM Grant. Or, wait. Oh, yeah, it was at the MGM Grand. I'm trying to remember. Stumble. No, it was at the MGM Grand. Let me Grand. think about a lie really quick. <laughs> oh, wait, so it was a tour or what was this? It was the beginning of the Harajuku girl experience. I saw her like three times that year. Once at the Pearl, once at the MGM, and once at the Aladdin. And like, what year was this? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Sophie was small. So 1999? I, I, no, it was way later than that. So he wasn't born in 99. <laughs> I was trying to catch her. It was like maybe 2007, 2008. It was before Brooklyn. So it was in, it was in that blind spot. Did she leave the books behind? And you were devastated after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> she gave them to someone. I remember I was like, I hope, she, I hope the little boy reads these, but who knows? Maybe he still has his copy oh, of good night. It's interesting. All right. Okay. I, I, I feel like there's some holes in that story, but the holes that can be easily patched up. We'll see who is telling the truth and who is lying. Get your votes in. Now you can call us or text us 702-364-9400, or you can post on our Facebook page. Frank says, Steph would, not give her info hard to believe jan says it's steph she would have told us about this before when we we're talking about scams oh, exactly yes, that just came yeah. out of nowhere it did yep. it did okay uh, liar. Navardo, <laughs> Navardo says steph is definitely lying liar liar pants on fire 
Uh, let's go to the text lines here, see what people are saying there. Steph is lying. Too many uhs. LOL. Uh, Raul says, Mercedes is telling the truth. I remember that story. Oh, man. Am I recycling my stories? Uh, this one says, JC, you're lying. You would have told us about that heartbreak story before. <laughs> Never heard that. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Let's do the reveal. Truth teller number one. It's me. What? I fell for the scam. It was what? heartbreaking. Many years ago, I think I was fresh out of high school, 18 or 19. And I remember that day so clearly because how could I be so dumb to give my credit card information and then realize that nothing was going to happen? So oh, I, I learned a lesson the hard way that day. <laughs> Never again. Wow. 18 years old. I'm impressed you had $500 in your bank account at the age of 18. Hey, financial aid, man. That Thank was you, literally like, a, I didn't even have like a credit limit of $300. I think <laughs> it was 200 Dang, Steph. Oh, that's impressive. Oh, if only those days are still true. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Truth teller number two. It's me. Ah, I guess I started recycling stories. I was just so excited. I found the picture. I even I even brought it uh, if you guys want to see it. But I was so excited because she's just so cute and small. But the books are not in the picture. You're right, JC. If you if you had mentioned, like, I think I've heard this, but no books in the picture. Was there, that, there that was the one no. I was at or no? Because no, I remember it, Sophie being at one with Gwen Stefani. It was a really su- sweet moment. Yeah. It w- no, th- you were not at this one. Uh, this was before the one you and I went to. Because you're right. We were in and out. Of that yeah. one, big time. That was super fast. But yeah, it was just so cute. And she was so excited. And she still remembers that day. Like, she's like, that was the first celebrity I ever met. Aww. I just texted you guys the picture. It's, it's so cute. Little, little Sophie, so small. And <laughs> she's sitting there with Gwen Stefani. <laughs> This is the picture I remember. Okay, I guess uh, I'm recycling. I'm so sorry. Dang yes, it. Ugh. I know this I, one. Yeah. That's my girl. Of, I'm running out of stories, guys. No, this is too hard. Uh-uh. <laughs> I love these pictures because I love the Harajuku girls. Reno, that's my favorite Harajuku girl right there. Oh, yes, really? Yes. That, that was a it. fun time. She was so nice to Sophie, too. That's sweet. She's yeah. like a sweet girl. I'm going to invite her to her graduation, see if she shows up. <laughs> JC, you liar. That means I'm the liar, yeah. yeah. I, I did go to Hershey Park for eighth grade graduation. I actually did win a teddy bear, but I, I, I didn't give it to Julie Ventresca. I, I kept it for myself. I didn't talk to the girl. <laughs> I could see you leaving it at the park. I was <laughs> ready to s- cyber-stalk her and just go right? off. Yeah. And just be like, you're a horrible person. <laughs> oh, sorry. My heart hurt as I'm telling this story. My heart hurt for myself because I'm making this story up as we go. Uh, but, yep, someone's got to be the liar. Nice job, liar. And it was me. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, what is the age that people truly feel like they are adults? We'll talk about that coming up. Also, the new trend in weddings, kind of surprising, and Grubhub. They wanted to do a free lunch thing for people in New York City, and it turned out to be complete and total chaos. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the hot three. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Everyone has seen that person on social media who's like 25, 26, 27 years old, and they have a photo of like bills piled up on their on their table saying a hashtag adulting. So this is not shocking here. In a new survey, only 53% of Americans felt like an adult when they turned 18 and nearly 70% of people say they thought 
18 is an arbitrary age to consider someone an adult. So what makes someone feel like an adult? In the survey, 30% of people say it's when you're living on your own. That was the most popular answer. Other responses include buying a house, getting married, having your own bank account, having kids, doing all your grocery shopping on your own, doing your taxes, and being off of the family cell phone plan. <laughs> what was it for you? What was the moment for you? Any of those jump out for you? I think when I got my own apartment, like by myself, and that was only when I moved here. Before I always had like either a roommate because I was at college or I lived at home. But when I was on my own, I remember like that first Saturday morning and I was by myself and I woke up and I was like, well, maybe I should clean this place. Like, and then I, I opened up all the windows and I mopped the floor and I'm like, wow, I'm an adult. Look at me cleaning. It was just, I, I really felt like an adult then. And you're buying like adult supplies, a yeah. trash can, cleaning supplies, a microwave for a new apartment. It was just, yeah, it was, it felt so adultish. What about for you? I, I think it would be when I was in my thirties getting married and buying a house because even getting my own apartment and living on my own, I still had buddies that lived in the same apartment complex and were bouncing back and forth to each other's house or apartments. And I had a roommate for the first two years living out here. So, so I still, I, I knew it was independent, but I still felt like I was surrounded by friends all the time. So it wasn't until we got married, bought a house, started paying that mortgage, more responsibilities came in. That's when I started. There are times where I don't feel like an adult right now. I'm like, I feel like I'm still 18 years old. But that was the, the first true moment I felt like I was doing something adult-like. It always has to do with something kind of like on the negative side, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> oh, now I feel like an adult. Now I'm sad. Yeah, there's always, we're always like, we're always like <laughs> downturn when we say it. So yeah, then I felt like an adult. I bought a house. I'm very, like, I bought a house. I felt like an adult. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, that's a good thing. But paying the mortgage. The mortgage. Like, uh, also this morning, if you follow this trend expect some uh, side eye glances from your family members or anyone else who still knows what a white dready wedding dress is supposed to mean the newest trend for brides is black wedding dresses according to google trends americans have been googling them just as much as white dresses for the past year and they were actually searched more than white dresses for two months last fall a spokesperson for the chain david's bridal says you used to have to custom order a black gown, but they're so popular right now. They have actually started stocking them. Uh, other wedding dress colors that are trending right now include blue, purple, and red. That's kind of cool. Kick kick the tradition. Why do you have to wear white? Go whatever color you want to wear. I actually, I, I love the idea of colored wedding dresses. I was trying to find not a... a one that was fully blue, but I wanted a wedding dress with like some blue elements in them. And, you know, this was 20 years ago when I got married uh, and I couldn't find anything. They were like, well, we'd have to have it dyed and this and that. I was like, oh, forget it. You know, I like the idea of adding some color to wedding dresses. I like that your concept, too. Just if you wanted a little flare of blue, adding some into the dress and stuff, that'll look beautiful. Yeah. Just like at the bottom. I had it all envisioned and there, it was like it was going to take way more time and money than it was worth. I'm like, I'm literally wearing this dress for four hours. Forget it. And it's fine. Um, finally, this morning, over 8 million people live in New York City's five boroughs. Who could have guessed that offering all of them free food at once was a bad idea? Grubhub had a promo in New York yesterday where you could get free lunch from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. or technically $15 off your order. And what followed 
was total chaos. As soon as it started, restaurants were flooded with orders. They could not keep up. One cafe in Brooklyn got 200 orders in five minutes. So there was absolutely no way to fill all of them. Employees were slammed. Delivery drivers were slammed. And most people who tried to get in on it either had to wait hours for their food or their order just got canceled. Basically, everyone involved was upset, including a whole lot of hangry customers. And Grubhub's customer service line was so busy, you couldn't even get through. One guy who called got a message that said over 3,600 people were in line in front of him. So people did. some people did get their food, but you basically had to be camped out online with your order ready to go exactly at 11 a.m. Grubhub, they got blasted on social media all day for not thinking it through, but a spokesperson for the company tried to spin it as a positive, saying the promotion, quote, exceeded all expectations. (laughs) One guy said there's 3,600 people in front of him in line. Imagine being the employee that's working at whatever restaurant or cafe. That's going to be a long day. Uh, Yeah, there's. I would just be like, cancel, cancel, (laughs) cancel. Just hit there and hit the cancel button. Not taking online orders at this time here we are in the seven o'clock hour that means at 7 40 those tickets for you four tickets to the advanced screening to see top gun maverick that's harry styles the latest from him called as it was his new album harry's house is coming out he's doing all sorts of press right now and uh he's actually trending this morning he's doing some interviews today Uh that apparently are not going well um, as he's doing fine, but um, his fans are very upset with some of the interview questions that have been thrown his way, and so they're they're rioting right now. Oh it's, no! Yeah, they're very upset. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go too much into okay, it. Okay, maybe we'll get into it later yeah, on. Yeah, this yeah, is worth so, a discussion at some point. Uh, it's seven oh four. Mercedes in the morning. I was uh, as I noticed that Harry was trending this morning. I noticed uh, something else that it wasn't necessarily trending, but someone tweeted it, and everyone's answer. It And I just thought it was a really interesting question. It's a hypothetical question, but it's something that that I think would say a lot about you and um, your relationships. And here's the question someone tweeted out. Your doctor has just informed you that one person you've known your whole life is actually imaginary. Who is the first person you suspect? Who is the first person that you suspect? The question again your doctor has just informed you that one person that you've known your whole life is actually imaginary. Who is the first person that you suspect? How would you answer that? 702-364-9400. Who would be the first person you would suspect as being imaginary? What, what would you say? I've got a guy in mind, and I've actually thought about it. I feel like this guy is an angel in my life. But, but I'll get to mine in a second. I want to know what yours is. No, no, no. I want to know what yours is. I'm, I'm curious. Okay. And, and I've actually examined this before. It's my buddy, Tim Horn, who you've met before, Mercedes, a buddy of mine from college. Because I look back at our relationships, and he's always there in these very pivotal moments of my life to kind of help me through those pivotal moments. I moved to Las Vegas here to go to UNLV. My dad was supposed to come out with me to get me settled in. My dad bailed out the day before. So I flew out here by myself, not knowing anybody. And literally on the first day of orientation... He turns around in line and introduces himself to me. He's like, hi, I'm Tim. I'm like, hey, I'm JC. And we hung out every single day since that moment. And so he was there to kind of be my buddy. And, and as we navigated UNLV for the first time, we, we ended up getting an apartment together. He had a car. I didn't have a car, so I could use his car. And then there was another point down the road where um, I was moving out of the fraternity house. I needed an apartment. He let me live in his couch for a couple of months. He was just like always there at these pivotal points helping me out. So part of me is like, did he even exist? 
Like, he was just an angel sent down to guide me through these pivotal moments in my life. So that's who I would say is an imaginary person in my life. Your buddy, Tim Horn. Yeah. Interesting. What would you guys say? Who Who is the person that you think is imaginary in your life? 702-364-9400. The, the person, like I went one way and then I was like, no, that's impossible because it's it's actually been confirmed that this person exists. I was going to say my sister originally, but... <laughs> So, okay, where are we going in this? Your sister, she said, so like my buddy Tim, I could say like maybe other people weren't seeing him, like Bruce Willis is a ghost. I was the only one interacting with Tim. No one else later actually interacted with him. Your sister's your sister. She's been there your entire life in your house. But it's been like questionable. So like she, okay, so when I was younger, I, it was me and my brother. Yeah. And I always wanted a sister. So then I'm like, well, did I make her up? Did I just invent her? And like, I just imagined that. And then all of a sudden I had this little, this little clone that would follow me everywhere and I could do her hair. I would do her hair. I would make her watch movies with me that I would get in trouble about, uh, for letting her watch Thelma and Louise. Um, and, and I'm like, maybe I got scolded for watching the movie. Maybe it wasn't a scolding for letting her, maybe it was for me. And then I thought, and and now I don't see her very often, but once in a blue moon, she'll pop up and just be like, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Like, we don't we don't talk very often. She's always so busy. So I was like, maybe I did just invent her. Maybe she was just a figment of my imagination. Whenever we're together, people are like, you guys are twins. You guys look exactly alike. And then I'm like, maybe, maybe they weren't really saying that. Maybe it was just like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was imagining that. I, it was just a weird thing. But then I'm like, well, you've met her. So that can't be. It can't be her. Or maybe you met my buddy, Tim. And maybe maybe there was different situations where. Like, Honestly, I'm like, I don't remember meeting Tim. Oh, yeah. You met him all the time. Oh. <laughs> I was just trying to throw you off. <laughs> I, like, I got panicked for a second. You're like, I remember a you were out of town once and your sister was flying into town. And I picked her up at the airport. You picked her up at the airport. There you go. Who Case closed. Who it could have been a random stranger, though. I'm like, hey, are you Monica? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm here to take you to. <laughs> She's like, why is this guy driving me to my house? Oh, my right gosh. Now? Yes, that's right. Yeah, she exists. Wait, Steph, have you ever met my sister in person? I have not. No. See, mm. she's not real. Yep. Interesting. Is she coming to, to your daughter to Sophie's graduation? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Do I want her to? I'll invent her. <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to. <laughs> we'll find out yeah, in a couple of weeks. Maybe you guys will meet her. Maybe yeah. I won't. <laughs> it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and this is big. We are looking for our last teacher of the month for the current school year. Yeah, that is it for... Uh, <laughs> for the school year until summer is here. So let's get those nominations in. Tell us about your teacher and why they deserve to be named our teacher of the month. This month, we're going to get them some really cool prizes, but get your nominations in at Mix941.fm. Click on the contest tab and tell us why your teacher deserves to be nominated as teacher of the month. We'll do the random drawing and then the winning teacher will get a $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Finley Chevrolet they can use on themselves. An additional $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Silver State Schools Credit Union. They can throw a class party or, again, use it on themselves. Well-deserved. And also a personalized Mercedes in the Morning plaque, which is a really cool thing to hang up in the classroom if you want. Yeah, this is going to be our last one of the school year, like we said. So it's really important to get your nominations in. And we want to thank our friends at Finley Chevrolet and Silver State Schools Credit Union for making Teacher of the Month possible. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily 
Dirt on Mix 94.1. Some are calling it one of the most emotional moments in television history, and it went down last night. Anyone watch This Is Us? I would. I just read, where's the headline that I read? Did you cry your eyes out at last <laughs> night's episode of This Is Us? You are not alone. I did not watch it. I, I'm afraid to. Like, I want to click on this link and see what happened, but I, I don't want to spoil everything because I, I'm so far behind. Don't click the link because I clicked the link this morning, and there's spoilers in many, many headlines really? of what happens, and I ended up just reading about the episode, and just reading about the episode and what took place and how they handled certain things was emotional reading it. So next week is the series finale of This Is Us. So I think I'll go back this week at some point and watch last night's episode. And then jump into the series finale next oh, week. Oh, now you're, you've got me so curious. Now I want to click on it. Ugh. You click, you'll, you'll find out, just so you know. There's so, some people, some like some uh, sites are very respectful. No spoilers. Other ones are like, bah, bah, bah. I'm I'm click, like I clicked on it. I'm clicking on it. Okay. Hold on. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Oh no! They have pictures too. Ah! We see pictures. Yeah, you see some pictures too. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Listen to us reacting to it. Just looking at headlines about the uh, second to last episode of This Is Us. Oh my gosh! Holy moly! Mm. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch it. I don't know if I'm going to go all the way back. I think I might just jump into that one. That's what I'm going to do. Just do last night's, and then we'll watch the series finale, and then we can chat about it. (gasps) Stop reading it, because you'll read the whole thing. There's different layers to it, too. I'm reading the layers. Oh, my It's This Is Us, so things are the way they interweave things, and the show opens, and the show closes. Stop reading. Save some of it to watch tonight. There's a character's name I don't know. There's I'm a, like, there's, I wonder who he There's a couple is. character names. I'm like, who's this person? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to ruin that for everyone. No, but that's people are saying, if you watch This Is Us, you know it's one of the most emotional moments of television last night. It's pretty intense. Speaking of TV, Helen Miram and Harrison Ford are going to be in a Yellowstone prequel series called 1932. We just got done with 1883, and now we're jumping to 1932. Of course, it follows the Dutton family. We'll explore the early 20th century when pandemics, historic droughts, the end of Prohibition, and the Great Depression all plague the Mountain West and the Duttons, who call it home. Did you do 1883? Sorry, I'm crying. Oh, sorry. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I'm crying. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I didn't watch 1883. All good. <laughs> you mentioned- I did not. <laughs> no. I watched the first one, but um, the first episode, but then they suckered you into having to pay after that. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Paramount I'm Plus. Done. Yeah. There's so many oh, so things you subscribe to. Uh, you mentioned at the top of the hour, Harry Styles is doing some interviews right now and things are going sideways. So I was, I was trying to find out what's going on. I was reading some stuff that Harry Styles in interviews says he doesn't drink on tour. He likes to get 10 to 11 hours of sleep. Are you talking about the interview that he's currently doing right now? Yes. Okay, I, I, I jumped in on that one. And it wasn't too, nothing, they were talking about the how he came up with the, the name of his album. But is there some stuff that happened during yeah, the interview? Yeah, I guess uh, people are upset that um, it's it's turning to a very sexual interview. And it's like, it's none of your business. Like, why do you have to turn everything to be about 
Well, that. Look who he's pe- talking to, though. Yeah, and people are really upset about it. So, anyway. And they're, they're talking about his old songs, Watermelon Sugar, which, if you don't know what that's about, it, 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 it's along those lines. And it's like, that's such an old song. Why don't we talk about the current the new music? stuff? And yeah. People are really upset about that. This yeah. is us, though, huh? <laughs> oh, man. I am just... Yeah, there's there's so many layers and like intertwining of things. And now I'm like, wait a second. What? I've missed out on a lot, apparently. I uh, think we can jump in, though. I think just reading it, it was very, very emotional. Just reading it. The main characters, I think we could jump in and watch last night's and then see what they wrap up. I don't know what they have to wrap up now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm getting texts. What's the link for This Is Us? Let's <laughs> Google it. It's out there, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you the one that I uh, I specifically. Uh, but that's actually from my husband. So we will be watching that tonight, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, um, where do I want to go here? Um, let's talk about. Oh, because we talked about this um, earlier on in the show. Bruce Springsteen and Dancing in the Dark. You can't start So Bruce has never had a number one hit song. This was his highest charting song ever. It made it to number two in the charts. It is interesting to see some some bands and singers that have never had a number one hit song. Like One Direction, for example. They never had a number one hit song. This song hit number two in the charts. But Harry has had number one yeah. songs. Yeah. yeah, Harry has. Shania Twain has never had a number one hit song. That's surprising. This one hit number two in the charts. Wow. How's that possible? What about your group, Metallica? Well, the fact that you're bringing them up, I'm guessing no. They've never had one. Never had a number one hit. that would be weird if you're like, yes, they have. <laughs> they are not on this list. <laughs> uh, this Enter Sandman made it to number 16. Their song, Until It Sleeps, was the highest charting song, made it to number 10. Backstreet Boys never had a number one hit song. This song was a number two hit. Again, shocking. And Imagine Dragons never had a number one hit song. Highest, and we're talking Billboard Hot 100. Plenty of, and the alternative and everything else. But for Imagine Dragons, Billboard Hot 100, their highest hit was number three and it was radioactive that's annoying because these songs are like so good and so popular it's like how did that not hit number one i guess maybe they had too much competition when they were released and there was a bigger song out at that time. yeah it's kind of crazy hearing that stuff this is us <laughs> i know this is us watch it and then take a picture film yourself the point of view <laughs> reaction TikTok yeah <laughs> tiktok a reaction to this is us it's mix 94.1 Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. So have you ever been injured by your child? It wasn't intentional. Maybe it was intentional. But maybe it was just something that happened because you had a child. Some of these stats are alarming. I, I saw this article. And did you have one of these? This is a story about injuries that baby carriers can cause. I'm talking about the ones where the baby is hanging off your chest. Kind of like that sling where you hold the baby? A baby Bjorn. Is that what it is? That's what, that's what I call them. Baby Bjorns where they, it's kind of like a, a kangaroo pouch for your, for your babies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about injuries that, that happens to the parents, the adults that are carrying the babies. And when you Google it, autocomplete shows, if you type in baby carriers cause, you get all these autocompletes, hip dysplasia, bow legs, back pain, hip pain, broken noses. Have you ever been injured by your baby? 
several times. How were you injured by your kids? 702-364-9400. Just thinking of that specific thing, um, you said broken jaw? Is that what you said? Uh, Broken nose. Broken nose. Okay, well, I got clocked in the jaw by my kid when she was wearing one of those. So we were, when they're really small, you, you wear them face in. So the baby can like put their head up against you. So they're really small. That's how they're worn. But when they get bigger, you can turn them around so they can face out and see the world. <laughs> and I had Brooklyn in one of those. And she's facing out, looking at the world. And she was just like having fun and just kind of squirming around. And at one point, she just whipped her head back and went, Ooh. And she just clocked me in my jaw. I was turned to the side looking at something to my right. And her head whipped back clocked me in the jaw i bit down so weird that i thought i chipped a tooth but i didn't break anything but oh my gosh i had a big old welt on the side of my face for a couple of hours because she just she kind of head butted me but it was her head and my jaw it was it was really painful so yes i have been injured by my baby. That's just one of several times I've been injured by my kid. And it's, it's one of these carrier things, too. Anyone else there, can you join Mercedes Elite Club here of being injured by your child? 702-364-9400. Was Brooklyn crying, or she's just so excited to be facing the world that it didn't even face her that she had butted you? It was one of those things where she was so stunned that I was trying to do damage control before the pain set in. You know where kids, when they hurt themselves, but they're not sure if it hurt if they should cry so she just was kind of tensed up and i was like oh and i didn't want her to know i was hurt because then she would start crying so i i would go oh <laughs> you're so crazy and i started tickling her and she's like hey. and then she started laughing so she didn't realize what had just happened but you got to get in there quick because if they start crying then oh my gosh they will not stop you're that tr- was a that was a bad one i envision you trying to make her happy as blood is trickling oh, in her yeah. mouth Okay, well, I think my tooth is chipped. It was it was a whole thing. So falling out. Oh, my gosh. It was. Yeah, it was brutal. When did you get injured by your kid? Uh, This one says baby gates. They are the worst. Oh, yeah. You think you clear it. You step over it and you think, oh, I'm cleared it. But then like your toe gets hooked up on it and you fall on your face. That is definitely a big one. Uh, This one says. Yes, I knocked out my father's front teeth when I was two, so I guess uh, I guess it was payback when my son broke my nose. Oh, gosh, was that a headbutt? You have to let us know. Uh, this one says, uh, right in the face, gave me a black eye. <laughs> That's, wow. Okay, I'm not going to complain about my jaw. That that sounds a lot worse. But that is that, that's dangerous stuff. What about the the bow leg or the hip dysplasia from carrying a child on one side your entire life? I don't know, maybe your right hand, so you carry your, your baby the entire childhood on your right side. Does that start to affect your your balance and how you walk? I have um, mild scoliosis. Get out of here! I swear to God, and the um, the um, the chiropractor said he's it's probably from carrying my baby on one side because I never had it growing up. Mm-hmm. But he's like, wow, your your spine curves. A little bit at the bottom this way he goes how do you hold how do you hold your baby and i kind of just showed up and he goes that's it that's exactly why because you held your baby on your hip for so many years and it just kind of curved my spine the things they don't tell you about motherhood i know it's a chore man i tell you really quick yeah angie uh how did you get injured by your baby hey good morning i was sitting on the floor and my daughter was coming to sit between my legs as she was backing up to sit down, sat on my knee, dislocated it. Oh, oh my gosh! What it what was did horrible. what did you do? 
I made a whole new dictionary of words. That's <laughs> Don't say those words that mommy just repeated. Ouch. <laughs> Can't stand up. Calls, <laughs> calls ambulance. Oh, man. It's a, it's a chore on your body for many years. Yeah, it certainly is. Wow. Okay, coming up here in less than five minutes, those tickets for you to the advanced screening to see Top Gun Maverick. You're going to see the movie with your friends. Four tickets before anyone else. Monday night, we've got your tickets coming up in less than five minutes. We also have the hot three. What do you have for us? Should companies have to offer paid leave when this happens? It's being considered right now in one country. We'll tell you what it is. Also, millennials, you say you want to clone yourselves. Well, what would you clone yourselves to do? We're going to talk about that. And one of the first couples to marry over Zoom has met their demise. We're going to talk about what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. Evanescence, it's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hey, Kathy. Hey. You are caller 20. Yes. Yes, I cannot wait. A nice job. We are so excited, too. You just got a four-pack of tickets to the advanced screening to see Top Gun Maverick over at Regal Red Rock IMAX next Monday. It's going to be an amazing experience. You're in for free. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I have a need for speed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nailed it, Kathy. You passed the test. <laughs> Congratulations, Kathy. And also... You're qualified for that grand prize, which is a Top Gun experience at SkyCombatAce.com. So look forward to maybe you'll win that grand prize. If you want to see the advanced screening of Top Gun, don't worry. we got your tickets coming up in the 9 o'clock hour at 940. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Ladies, I'd really love to hear your opinion on this, whether you call us or text us at 702-364-9400. Should companies have to offer paid menstrual leave for periods? It's something Spain is considering right now. There's a bill that would offer unlimited paid days off with a doctor's note, and the the government would pick up the tab, not the employer. A few countries around the world have similar laws, including Japan, Taiwan, Indonesia, South Korea, and Zambia. But Spain would be the first country in Europe to do it. Their parliament still has to vote, though, which could take months. But people who support the bill say it shouldn't be the norm for women to go to work in pain every month. But others think it could backfire and stigmatize women so companies would be less likely to hire them. What do you think, ladies? Uh, A simple yes or no uh, on text. Do you think that companies should offer paid menstrual leave for for ladies? Um, I mean, Steph, I'll ask you. You're the other lady on the show. What do you think? Paid menstrual leave. Uh, absolutely. It's painful to go through some, I know my first day is the roughest and it gets in the way of just my mindset, just work in general. I'm not myself. So yes, I think that for sure paid. I think for, it's funny because the roughest for me is like the three days leading up to it. That's when I am just in pain physically. I have headaches. I'm emotional. Uh, but once things get going, I'm fine. It's, it's like, it's, it's annoying, but whatever. But it's like the three days I can always tell too, cause I'll have to say to myself, don't act like this. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this. And I know what it is, but every time I still am like, I have to 
try to talk myself out of it. And sometimes you do it. Most of the time you don't. It's really crazy. That's my wife. Laura's just like you, Mercedes. For her, it's the buildup. She'll yeah. even say it's you know it's coming. She can tell by the stuff that's happening with her, just physically, mentally. There's the a change starts to happen with her, and and she knows. And then when things do start to take place, it's almost like it's a release. Like okay, I'm a little better now. Yeah, I I don't know that I wouldn't. I would ask for paid menstrual leave though. I I just feel like I I've kind of worked through it and I deal with it. And I think for me, there would be more anxiety that I would have staying home because of that. And and just like, Oh, should I have stayed home? Oh, I could have made it through. Like I would beat myself up for that, which is messed up because you know, if we're all entitled to take off time, mm-hmm. we're not feeling, but I don't know. I think I would, I, I think I would beat myself up for doing that. And so it would just be not really productive for me, but that's just, that's just how I feel. Uh, looking at, some of your texts here, we're getting, uh, oh, wow, no, uh, don't need that. This one says, yes, absolutely. This one says, yes, companies should absolutely offer menstrual leave. This one says, I don't think they should offer menstrual leave. I think it would discourage employers from hiring women. I also think it could be easily abused as well. Um, we could abuse sick days, though, if they wanted to. Yeah. We get sick days. We get mental health days. Before we start, I mean, I think we should do it. It'd be great to offer it. But let's also offer free tampons instead of charging a quarter in the bathroom. Yeah. Or just in in general at the grocery everywhere. store. Can we just give them to ladies for free? Why do we have to pay for that? Oh, my it's gosh. Just, it, they, they should not. Like, our insurance should cover them. Or they should be paid for. We shouldn't have to worry about, like, oh, okay, um, I only have $10 this month. Can I buy some food or do I have to buy tampons? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's wh- just ridiculous. Why isn't it covered by insurance? That's I a great point. I, I never put thought into it. Um, but, yeah, it's a great point. It's, it's called the, the women's tax that we have to pay for things because we're women or the, because the things are pink. <laughs> or whatever it's not fair it's ridiculous you know what you talked about when do you feel like an adult i i felt like the, my most matures I, I bought plenty of tampons throughout the years but i remember younger i would hide it under stuff like oh i'm getting some magazines and some bread and some tampons for my girlfriend and now if i gotta run down to the store for laura i'm like yeah no big deal here we go talking to people holding my hand it happened years ago but that's when i'm like you know what i've matured i'm gonna go down and do that with no issues a teen yeah like oh my gosh i'm gonna i'm gonna be a pack of gum with it yes takes <laughs> to focus on what I'm buying. It's like, oh, come on. It's Look like, at the gum, not the tampons. Now, Also this morning, according to a news survey, 88% of millennial moms say they are so busy that they would jump at the opportunity to clone themselves. And the average person estimates they would need four clones to handle all the tasks that they would like to get done. So if you could, would you clone yourself to get things done? And what's the number one thing you would have your clone do? So he would just be hanging out waiting for my orders. He wouldn't be doing his own thing to do, 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 do my my jobs. And stuff? Yeah, like what what would you have the, the number the oh, number one thing on here is a uh, housekeeper. Yeah, that I, people would clone themselves to be uh, their own housekeeper. Fifty six percent chores, chores, grocery shopping, unpacking the groceries, doing the dishes, just general day to day chores. Um, what about laundry? That kind of goes in the chore category. Chef is on here. Nanny baby. They're all chores. They're all lame things. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. What would your clone do? Uh, my clone would just do everything so I could take a nap. <laughs> and then I'd wake up and be like, okay, now you get to take a nap. And we would just take turns taking naps. And the other pre- people would live life. You know what I mean? But your clone would the one be the one doing all the work. So you would get up from your nap and tell clone, clone Mercedes, go ahead and take your nap. 
But as now you're up and awake, you don't have to worry about doing any chores. You can enjoy your family, yeah. maybe catch a TV show, yeah. do some fun work for the show. Clone wakes up. Okay, more chores, clone. So the clone's doing the work. I'm not afraid of doing the work. I just, um, I want to get enough rest so I'm not tired. And then once I do that, yeah, I'll do dishes. I'll do that stuff. I don't mind it. But now I'm not tired doing mm-hmm. it and I can get it done more efficiently. It's all about efficiency, my friend. Let's get on this thing. Let's get some clones. (laughs) Finally, this morning, there's been so much talk about pandemic romance. There are couples that split up because they couldn't stand being around each other 24-7. The couples who grew stronger after quarantining together and the couples who met and even got married over Zoom. Well, now one of the first couples to marry remotely while in lockdown is divorcing virtually. So sad. A 26-year-old British woman named Ace Reeves filed for an annulment from her American husband, 24-year-old Darren Martin, just three months after marrying him. And they still haven't even met in person. They met online during the quarantine and things were good until recently. Uh, A says that Darren was unfaithful and now she can't trust him anymore. She says his ex has confirmed that she and Darren are back together. Uh, A says it wasn't the fairy tale ending I had hoped for. Uh, I mean, you've never met in person, but I guess a commitment is a commitment, I guess. Going to this Zoom divorce. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm so happy that graduations are in person this year. I feel bad for the students that last year and the year prior had to do virtual graduations and couldn't experience walking across the stage. I was watching some UNLV students who was being interviewed after Saturday's graduation, just so excited. And she was so happy because some of my friends had did their commencement in a closet at home sitting there. Oh, it's sad. So now we're all in person and, you know, families, we can all look at the graduate, be so proud and fight with other families for holding seats. <laughs> yes. In person. <laughs> That's what I miss. You can't hold the whole row. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get ready for that. <laughs> Eagles are going to be here Memorial Day weekend and we have your tickets. Eagles, the final Hotel California show of 2022. Tickets here in the 8 o'clock hour at 825 when you win Heads Up. Mix 94.1. That's the latest from Sean Mendez, When You're Gone. If you missed it earlier in What's Trending, he did a cover of Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen for the Tommy Hilfiger campaign. JC, you're on it. I see you going yeah, right it's to so it. Good. If you missed it, here's a little bit of that. more about that coming up next hour in what's trending it is 803 i got uh, a friend request yesterday on uh on facebook i don't go on facebook a lot and so i i opened it up and i saw i had a couple and there was one name that looked familiar i was like i think i know that name so i clicked on it and i looked and i was like oh my gosh and it was this guy i went to high school james horner and I'm like, James Horner. And I'm trying to think back, like, how do I know this guy? Like, what grade w- was it? Like, was it high school? Was it elementary school? And it was kind of, it, I remember, the first I remember of James Horner was the sixth grade. And then he, we were in middle school together. And then I definitely remember him from high school. And the reason I remember him from high school is because he was that kid that was always in the principal's office. Always. There was always an issue with James Horner. Like he would, he, I remember I had a class with him and he sat behind me and he was writing on his desk and, um, 
he was writing on it with a pen. The teacher walked by. She saw it. She got so mad. She's like, James, you get up and you get the Windex and you clean this off your desk right now. And I had these brand new guest overalls that I was wearing. And he was spraying the Windex on my back. Oh. Not on the desk. All of a sudden, I'm like, I feel something wet. And I'm like, I turn around and he's looking at me like. <laughs> and I'm like. He's spraying it on my overalls. And the teacher's like, that's it. Get out of here. Go to the principal's office. He was always in the principal's office. He was, he would always get into trouble. But here's the thing. Now, I wouldn't say that I was like a goody, goody. Well, I kind of was. I never really got into trouble. But have you ever been sent to the principal's office? And if so, what for? And two, what happens when you go to the principal's (laughs) office? What do they do in the principal's office? I, I've always wondered. He was always in the principal's office, but I never really knew what happened once they went there. So what was the thing you got sent to the principal for and what happened once you got there? 702-364-9400. He didn't stop doing bad things. He, uh, But he always ended up back in class. It was just a, it was a weird thing. I just want to know what happened. I was been. You've never been sent. I was twice for me. No, what? Twice. Why'd you get sent? To the All minor stuff too, and it was no detention or anything. And it was just more. I think it was a more scare tactic. The first one was in elementary school, which was Catholic school, and our principal was a nun, and we weren't allowed to have garbage pail kids. We they were highly popular, and then our school banned them. You couldn't bring them to school, but we still did, and we got we were caught. We had the cards. We were trading, and we were sent to the principal's office, and that was just a minor. It was myself, Brian Matus, Sean Tuhill. And Tony Melson. I'll never forget it. We were just trading cards, looking at cards, and we got in trouble. We got sent to the principal's office. She lectured us, said, you're not supposed to have him here. Do you know that? We're like, yes. Why do you have him here? We wanted to trade him. Don't bring him. Take him home. Don't bring him back in. So it was a simple, simple lecture. And then the other time was in high school. I forget the kid's last name, but his first name was Steve. And he had big, red, curly hair. And we were friends. We were, we were kind of buddies, but we'd sit there in class and we would throw stuff, and we'd get stuck in his hair. Not like gum or anything, but we see how much stuff we can get caught in his hair. Oh, so rude. But he was in on the joke. Like, we walk out of class, be like, guys, what the heck? When did you do that? I'm like, ah, I got you with an eraser. And we're just doing it one day, and the teacher saw us. It was myself. I think it was myself. <laughs> it was just you. No, there's a couple girls. Look at the bunch of us that played around. And I got sent to the principal's office because I was a distraction to the class. It, same thing. No detention. It was just more of a scare tactic. You can't be doing that. I'm like, I know. Why do you do it? I'm like, Steve's a friend of mine. And everything was cool, but twice sent to the principal's office. So so they don't really do anything, just lecture you. Well, I think mine were minor infractions. My, I think my, what I did was just lecture-worthy, just scare tactics. Just the fact that the teacher says, JC, go to the principal's office was scary enough in itself. And everyone's like, ooh, you get in trouble. And you have to leave the classroom and go down there and, and to talk to the principal. And I respect authority. So it was, a, it was a thing, but nothing bad happened to me. What did you get sent to the principal's office for? What happened when you got there? 702-364-9400. Hey, Kelly, what happened to you? Uh, not me, but it was many, many years ago. Times have changed, but when I was in school, you would go to the principal's office. If it was bad enough, they'd send you down to shop, and then the shopkeepers would shop down there. You could pick which paddle you wanted to get your bottom swat with. Oh, my what? gosh. What? You would get it. You... Cashman and Clark High School. Oh, at Cashman and Clark High School um, in Las Vegas. Whoa, I, I picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what in the sixties or seventies? This is happening. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness, that I—I I mean, yeah, I can't imagine you picking what you're going to get beat up with. 
by the teacher and what teacher who, whose job is that to do that oh the yeah job teacher i guess yeah do you have to pick your teacher too who's the oh, weakest, yeah. weakest looking teacher i pick the oldest teacher the most frail <laughs> she might have a lot of pent up anger OC, could you please and she's like trying to pick up the belt and then she goes there oh ouch okay thank you mrs oc pick the pick the weakest teacher and the heaviest paddle so she can't pick it up oh yeah that's that's a good idea wow that's that's crazy thank you so much for calling kelly um let's talk to uh, carl carl what did you get sent to the principal's office for good morning guys it was a science fair day so we had a half day i went to a catholic school with nuns and i got kicked off the bus for fighting and i have i had my baseball bat with me to play baseball uh, I went inside like the nun told me to do to go to the one classroom, and I shattered a drinking fountain. With, with your baseball? baseball oh, boy. Uh, guessing not so an accident? <laughs> no, and the, nun, the nuns called my mom and told her I was possessed by the devil and no longer welcome in the school. Oh, wow. Well, that went sideways fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's like that one. That was, I mean, where did you go to school after that? Uh, just public school. And no how, how was it there? No issues? It was okay. Yeah, I mean, I had issues, but I, I managed to survive and graduate. So. Oh, well, that's what matters in the end. You know, you can always turn things around. But <laughs> you're like, you, you know what? I've had enough of this water fountain. <laughs> water fountain's like, what did I do? <laughs> Man, I said garbage bill kids cards. Woo. Oh, so this text says, sent to the principal for fighting, was suspended from class for a week, had to do in-school suspension, hung out in the office all week, being office aide. That's from Anthony. And uh, this one said, I was caught smoking a cigarette on campus when I got sent to the principal's office. I was searched. And since there was a knife in my purse, I was expelled. Whoa. Yeah, I, I can understand that. No weapons. Yeah, that's tomorrow's topic. Why were you expelled from school? Today was just <laughs> going to the principal's office. <laughs> Save expelled for another day. I, I mean, this baseball bat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, coming up here, we do have heads up in about 15 minutes. And what a prize. When you win it, you get tickets to go see the Eagles. Glass Animals kicking off 60-plus minutes commercial free. Now, there's tickets for you to go see the Eagles Memorial Day weekend. We have them in less than five minutes. It is 824, and uh, a lot of people are having babies right now. My hairdresser just had a baby yesterday. I was so excited for her, and it, it's I kind of feel like there's always a baby boom in the in the summertime, don't you think? Oh yeah, something about it. Yeah, people were cold nine months ago, and they were trying to keep warm, and now babies, babies everywhere, and babies are all over the place. <laughs> I've got a game for us. Baby, 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 oh, it's the Who's Baby Is It game, tied into baby season. What guys were just like, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you identify which artist had this baby? So what I'm going to do here, I have three artists in in a little montage here. Three artists. Each of the artists is saying the word baby. You need to tell me which artists are the parents to each clip. Okay. Which Wait, which parents are? Well, I mean, as like, like you know, for example, like Justin Bieber is the parents of that oh, baby okay. song. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. You have to give me... I was like, wait a second. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Mrs. Bieber. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's a montage of three. Okay. Pull it up here. I'm going to have to write this down. Because these move fast, they if move I recall. They move real fast. Okay. Whose baby is it? Here is the first one. Baby. Baby. Don't This is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, try it again. Mm -hmm. Baby. Baby. 
Oh, man. If there were ever a way to stump me when it comes to music, I think you might have got me. Is the first... Okay. One talk more, it out. You're one, always going to talk it out. Time. Play as many times as you want. That last thing is just a mosh pit. Like, I don't even know what that last one is. Last time, I promise. Yeah. All, I think all I have is the first one. I think it's Backstreet Boys. You, you're correct. First one is Backstreet Boys. Yes. Okay. Okay. The second and third. Now just focus on the second one. Take it. Take a baby by baby. Is the last one Bruno Mars? The second one is Bruno Mars. Oh, the second one. Yeah, is? second one is Bruno Mars. Oh, okay. <laughs> baby. And the third one is not, it's not Bruno Mars? No. Uh Who's that song? Who who sings that song? My Sharona. <laughs> the Knack? Yeah, is it The Knack? Is The Knack the <laughs> It's not The Knack. No, Steph wasn't involved in this. I put this together all by myself. So she so Steph has no idea either if you okay. need a lifeline. Yeah, d- uh, lifeline Steph, can you get that last one? I can't even hear baby in the last one at I all. I don't either. It just sounds like static. You got two out of three. You giving up? Because I, I have these in a longer form so you can identify them easily. Uh, I'm looking to see if anyone's helping us on our text line and no one is. Yeah, I give up. I give up on that last one. Um, Let me uh, play it in slow. Here we go. Backstreet Boys. Quit playing games with baby. You still don't know the last one? I still don't know it's it. It's Brian Adams, Summer of 69. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> oh <my> <sighs> so the last one going to be 80s. No, this, it's a whole montage. It's a whole montage. Here's That was a warm-up round. That, that didn't count. That was really that hard. That didn't count. Okay, here's, okay. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Okay. I put this together. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got the last one. Uh, that's easy, but let's let's try to work on one and two here. Oh, that's hard. Try it again. It sounds like the first two are the same song, but the second song is just lower. It's hard. These are just really is Train one of them? Train is not in the baby montage. Um, JC, you were if you were intent on stumping us, you did a great job. I put this together after the show yesterday, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so easy. Here I am 24 hours later, and this is hard. Okay, is the first one, it, is the first one Shania Twain? First one is Shania Twain. Nice. Yes. You but know the I, last one, right? Yeah, the set, the last one is Alanis. The one yes. in the middle, though, I don't think I know it. Getting two out of three is impressive. Okay. Can I, one more time. Yeah, I don't know. Is I don't know the middle one a a pop singer? It's a or band. Pop, a band? It's a band. Is it an 80s band? 90s. No, uh, late 90s. Late 90s. Early 2000s. We played them. We played them. Okay. It's hard. Goo Goo Dolls? No. Matchbox 20? No. 
Mm. Third Eye Blind? Only one hit from them. Semi-Sonic. No. (laughs) (laughs) She was so confident. (laughs) I don't know. Two out of three is impressive. Because if you're listening right now, driving to work, and you're going 0 for 3, this is hard. This This is is so hard. Okay, here's here's an um, extended version. Come on, baby, tell me. You must be choking. New radicals. New radicals. Oh, that was hard. Um, oh my god! We do one more. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, we we can do one more. Oh, what you pick? I have montage three or montage four. Which do you want? Um, what's the easier one? I'm not gonna look at them. I'm gonna you pick. Oh man. Um, let's go with three. Three. Okay. Whose baby is it? Oh, 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 again. Baby, baby, baby. Okay. I've got one and two. I can't get three, though. Baby, baby, baby. The third one. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. <laughs> Whose baby is it? The third one got me. I feel like I'm there. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Seriously. It's a newer-ish song. Okay, so one is Queen. Yes. Two is Taylor Swift. Yes. Baby. Baby. Oh, oh Ed Sheeran. Yes. 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 Oh, I heard yeah. it. I heard it on that last one. Here's the slower version. Queen. Baby, now we got bad blood. Baby, man. Oh, yes. We got nice. one. We got one. Oh, my God. We're not But hey, two out of three for the first two is pretty impressive. Oh, those were hard. Man, where did you, did you just Google songs with the word baby in them? Yeah, (laughs) I did. And then if you go through and find the baby clips, make little montages. And JC's like, you know, New Radical sounds like a good one to put in there. (laughs) (laughs) Or who was the first one? Uh, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Summer of 69. Oh my gosh. That was was tough. That was very challenging. I liked it though. I like, I like having a challenge like that. I'm super impressed. (laughs) Again, I put it together and I'm second guessing as I'm playing it. Wow. Here we go. Call our 20 right now, 702-364-9400. You get to play Heads Up. We have a great prize for you. We are giving away a pair of tickets right now to see the Eagles. It is the final Hotel California show of 2022 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on May 28th. All you have to do is pick your category, pick your partner, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you are going to win. Easy as that. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, Jessica, you are caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am so ready. Okay, let's make you a winner this morning. We already had one earlier, so I would love to see you walk away with these tickets to see the Eagles. Pick a category. Do you want to go with who wants to be a millionaire, teacup, or uh, whiskey? Oh, geez. Um, let's go whiskey. 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 World Whiskey Day <laughs> was this past. Uh, oh, no, it's actually this Saturday. And so these are all different types of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
Let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Jessica. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see the Eagles. You start now. You do a shot of this with lime and salt. Tequila. Yes. This is um, Smirnoff is a, a type of the... Yes. This is Coors, Coors Light. Beer. Yep. This, you might have it with Coke. Um, there's sometimes... Uh-huh. There, yes. Um, this is... Oh, gosh. I don't... It's like you drink it in a fancy glass. Um, she's also... Okay. Uh, she's also a singer... Um, whose brother is Ray J. Uh, uh, oh, Brandy? Yes. Uh, this is, you might have one of these and tonic uh, or juice. Gin. Yes. yes! Oh, oh, my gosh. You are so good at that, Jessica. Nice job. Oh, my God. I'm kind of concerned for myself. But thank you. <laughs> Don't be. No, you are just a well-educated woman. You know you know a little about a lot. And that was uh, that was fantastic. Nice job. And, Jessica, you just got tickets to go see the Eagles, the final Hotel California show of 2022, MGM Grand Garden Arena, Saturday, May 28th. What a Memorial Day weekend you are going to have. Isn't there a tequila song by the Eagles? Tequila Sunrise. Tequila it's Sunrise. another tequila sunrise. See, why couldn't you test me on tequila songs? <laughs> I know that. And tequila. <laughs> That's tomorrow's game. Songs. Uh, name the cocktail. <laughs> Coming up next hour, you're going to go see Top Gun 940. Your tickets to the advanced screening. Mix 94.1. It's 844. I'm not a game player. Uh well, that's a lie. <laughs> Sometimes I am. But do you find that you play certain games in relationships where Instead of just saying something, you do something to get your message uh, across. Case in point. So last week, my husband and I got into an argument about something and I was I was mad the next day. And every single morning he will send me a text that says, good morning, with an exclamation point. Good morning. And I always write back morning. But when I'm angry, I don't write that back. I write back in lowercase Hi. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. I'm not even mad, and that hurt me. Ah. I feel it. I, so much is said in that. It so sure much. Is, right? Oh, boy. I, I, that's, that's what I do. You just punched oh. me in the stomach. Really? Was it, is it that bad? Is yeah. it, it's better than, it's better than getting no response, no, though, is it? Give me no response. Really? He's like, I think you're busy. You're not oh. responding to me. You normally do a morning, and you write back. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. This is this is a, this is the happy morning exclamation point capital M morning. This is mad. Hi. Oh, <laughs> it hurts. What is this, hurts. what is the sign that tells you oh. your significant other is mad at you? That's that's how I do it. <laughs> just a high. Uh, no capitalization. Now, just so you know, that's how my kids text. They do all lowercase, so I can never tell if they're mad at me or not. Oh, my God. I could, I'd, be, I'd be stressed out all the time. They're my all, kids mad at me? What did I do wrong as a parent? It's always lowercase. Every single word and letter is lowercase. You have to make them. an effort for that. You really do, because automatically if you start a new sentence, the first letter is capitalized, no, right? No, they turn off their settings, so it's oh, not geez. auto capitalization. Oh, my I gosh. The effort that goes into uh, it, really. right? But what... How do you get your uh, How do you get your point across? 
to let your significant other know that you are upset. 702-364-9400. Do you do something like that? <laughs> I do. I do. Every morning I leave Laura a, a note. It's I, I do, I've been doing it since, the, since we started dating. Uh, just, just a little love note. Just something that happened during the day. So I leave her a note every single day. It's, it's Sometimes they're shorter. Sometimes they're longer. And if I'm mad, no note. And sure enough, I'll, I'll get a text message. No note? <laughs> That's right. No note. And then my response Did is... Did I stutter? <laughs> Do you see a note? That means there's no note. <laughs> Are you mad? No note. And my response is always let that sit for a couple of minutes. And like, oh, just in a rush. All is well. Oh, so you don't even stand by it. You back out. But she knows. She knows when there's no note. I, that message is felt. She comes downstairs. No matter we, we, we every couple argues, and if she comes down and there's no note, oh boy, she knows I'm mad. That is hilarious. Okay. I'll just say I'm in a rash. No, everything's fine. Oh, all That's is cool. good. Yeah. All is good. What are you talking about? Don't forget the fact that I'm steaming mad at you. But all is good. <laughs> at least I stand by my hi. No, that is painful. <laughs> Every guy has been on the receiving end of that thing. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Well, just so we know, just so we're fair here, he does the same thing to me. He has a signal that lets me know that he's mad. And I'm sure your wife has a signal that lets you know she's mad. Whenever he's mad at me, he says, I'll like walk in a room and he'll go, hello there. Ooh. That's the sign. I'm like, oh, great. What's wrong? Hello there. That's that's the sign on his end that something is off. What what is it for her? Well, because Matt's normal grin, you walk in, it's a little more like, hey, what's he's up? Like, what's more- going on? Uh-huh. That's it. He's like, what's going on? But if I walk in and he's mad at me, he'll go, hello there. <laughs> like, oh boy, okay, what's <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> what is it for you? Uh, for Laura, so we've we've got this nickname that only Laura and I know. I've never told anyone our nickname is, but it's, we just call each other by our nickname all the time. And when she calls me JC, it's very simple. Oh, JC, I'm like, oh, you use my name. That's weird. That is weird when your significant other uses your name. Like, I rarely hear him say my name. It's like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> um, we're getting some text here. 702-364-9400. How do you get the point across that you're mad to your significant other? Or what do they do? This one says, instead of answering the phone, hey, babe, if he's mad at me, it'll be, what's up? Ah, yeah. Stings. What's up? Uh, Jen says, my husband, when we are hanging up the phone... Um, if one of us is leaving, I will say I love you no matter if I'm mad or not. If he's uh, it's um, if he's mad, oh, it's not coming through. It's how I know something is off. If he doesn't say it back, yeah, oh, that's hard. Steph, what about you and James? What how, how do you let him know you're mad? Ooh, when I'm mad, I'm pretty obvious. I'm pretty like standoffish. Ugh, I don't want to talk. But when James is mad at me, he likes. He's pretty talkative. So when James is extremely quiet, just does very short. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, where's the talkative man? I know. But then I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> some peace and quiet. That's all I've been waiting for. <laughs> we have lots coming up on the show. Next hour, there's tickets for you to the Top Gun, the premiere, the advanced screening on Monday. Four tickets at 940. But up next is the Hot Three. So what do you have for us? Thrifting is becoming the new normal. And what are the items that people are more willing to buy secondhand? We'll talk about that. Also, who's cleaner? Men? or women, and a woman had to have emergency surgery after she accidentally swallowed this. Wait until you hear what it is. We'll talk about that coming up. 
Right now, though, it is the latest from Harry Styles, as it was on Mix 94.1. It's Harry Styles, Mix 94.1. Big week for Harry Styles. His album is out on Friday. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new report finds that 93% of shoppers in the U.S. have or are open to buying secondhand products. That is up from 70% in 2019. So almost everyone is like, yeah, sure, why not? Experts say that living in a period of high inflation has us questioning our purchase decisions. Saving money is the top reason that people buy secondhand over new across all age groups. Among Gen Z, sustainability is the second top motivator. For average consumers, being able to afford higher end brands is the second leading motivator. Big legacy brands are are building more ways to resell their own products but what are some of the things that we're more willing to buy secondhand well the number one answer automobiles automobiles i, I mean give me a used car if there's one available i'll, I'll take it heck yeah my uh, mine's a 2017 that i got in 2020 i love my car it's broken my, in i thought it was broken in when i got it oh my gosh it's so funny um so the yesterday steph comes in my studio she's like she knocks on the door and I'm like, oh, come in. She goes, um, I have something for you. And I, I was like, okay. She goes, I wanted to, you to show you these. And she gave me these two pictures. And they're pictures of me from a long time ago. Like a long time ago. I mean, mom haircut. Just like, it was, I was like, oh my gosh. She goes, our boss found these and I wanted to give them to you. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for giving these to me so they don't get in the wrong hands. But what was funny is in one of the pictures, I think I still have it here. Um, we were giving away a car uh, and it was a Volkswagen Beetle. And it looks exactly like the the Volkswagen Beetle that we bought from my daughter secondhand. That is weird. It's that's like, weird. I think it might be the car. That is. I think it might be the car. That's bizarre. I'm looking at. It, I'm like that. That's what my daughter drives now. I'm like. I wonder if we got, we bought this second. Was that pre Sophie the picture? Oh yeah. This is like pre everything. This is <laughs> pre, 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 pre letting my hair grow out. Pre highlights. Pre well, that bug came out. Like let me say this. Flip the photo around. Um, it's like 2001 maybe. Okay. I think I I think her actually now that you say that her car now oh and I'm looking at the seats the seats are different there's like holes in these seats okay but the same same style color and everything yeah that's crazy believe it yeah it was just really crazy we gave away once remember we gave away the the Daewoo yes a day is Daewoo even a car brand anymore a Daewoo Laganza was a car we gave away it was a cool promotion you had to show us your mix. Getting Mix 94.1 out there somewhere on TV. Someone took out an ad in the paper and put together a a crossword puzzle with Mix 94.1. Banners all over town. Someone won the car and it was on eBay Motors the next day. I, it was so funny. It like it was a group of people that won, and I ended up meeting one of the guys and kind of becoming friends with him after he's like, hey, he wouldn't tell me for the longest time. He's like, hey, I have a confession to make. I'm like, what's up? He's like, remember when you guys gave away that Daewoo and, and it, it wound up on eBay? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes. I couldn't believe she <laughs> believe that. He goes... I was the one who put it up there. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's like, it's just there was like four of us. And we all needed the money and we couldn't figure out who was going to get the car. So we just figured it'd be better to sell it and split the money four ways. So I was like, oh my gosh. It was so funny. It was a day with Laganza as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, don't forget that part. No one really wanted it. <laughs> it's a day with a gonza. <laughs> All right. Also, this morning, when it comes to taking a shower, men get cleaner than women. Seventy-seven percent of men say they clean every part of their bodies during a shower, while just seventy percent of women do. That's just over three quarters of men and two thirds of women going from top to tail. While cleaning themselves. <laughs> Why are we not cleaning all of ourselves, ladies? We're, like, where's the stopping point? Where do we decide, eh, that's good enough? I, I'm curious. And I, you told us you don't wash your feet, right? No, I don't. Never, never. I do. I mostly do the T zone up top here, underarms, chest, work my way down. Um, it's more like a J because I go down bottom and I curve around the bottom. So I do. I do down there. Wow, that was not the visual <laughs> I needed. I was fine. You said T zone. I'm like, okay. And then you said J. It's more of a J because you get that curve. I'm like, ew. Curve underneath. Get the clean. I, I hardly ever do my back, and I never ever do my feet. Never. That's gross. You might have athlete's foot. Clean your feet. So clean my feet are. All the soapy water that's down there. Are they so clean that you would be willing to let Steph or myself smell your foot right now? Absolutely. Are you that confident that your feet would smell? 100%. Steph, do you want to do it? Not from those boots. (laughs) No, me neither. (laughs) I pass. Ew. Those boots that are older than the Daewoo Laganza. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) By the way, the Daewoo Laganza went out of style in 2002. 1997. As did your boots. I got these boots in like 2010. The boots are 12 years old. Really? Yes. My microphone. I don't know if that's something to show off, JC. 12 years. Come on. They're very. You know, I get compliments. People are like, dude, those are nice boots. Distressed. I'm like, I was just worn in, dude. <laughs> distressed. We're distressed looking at them. <laughs> oh, no. I am sorry. It's turned into a roast of JC's boots. I don't but know. He loves how it. this happened. He loves the roast. He laughs so hard, guys. I'm really not that mean. I'm not that mean. I I love it. I do it because he laughs so hard when you roast him. It's just hilarious. I'm laughing with you. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) Finally, this morning, uh, (laughs) I feel really bad now. They're they're reasonable, JC. They look very nice. nice. But? (laughs) No, no, no buts. No buts. Hey, by the way, I don't wash my hair every day, so, like, roast me. Like... You know, we were supposed to. What's older, JC's boots or the last time Mercedes washed her hair? Huh? Uh, JC's boots. <laughs> True. Uh, but that's not healthy to wash your hair every day. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, but I finally washed it last night. And uh, I was like, when's the last time I washed it? So last night was Tuesday. It had been eight days. I didn't wash it since last Monday. It was like, ugh. Eight days? Yeah, maybe this is like my, my husband... He used to love to smell my hair. He doesn't do that anymore. No, no, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> my husband's in the hospital. Why? He smells my hair. <laughs> but you do dry shampoo and stuff, Yeah, right? I yeah. do that. I, I mean, I try to keep nice stuff, but dang. That's a long time. Has anyone ever gone longer than eight days without washing your hair? I have. You've gone longer than eight? Yeah. I've gone 10 days. 10's my record. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty gross, huh? But healthy after you wash it after 10 days, it feels good, right? Oh, man. My, my hair, it feels like, oh, you, like you could eat off of this head right now. It's so it's so clean and shiny. Dirt, though. Not like your feet. <laughs> That's why my feet are clean. I'm washing my hair every single day, multiple times a day. So my feet are constantly getting clean. You wash your hair once every 10 days. That's just dirt running down but your feet. But then you put, you put 12-year-old boots on those feet, <laughs> so that negates everything you've done. Man, these boots have seen a lot. Your feet, my hair, dude. These boots have been through pandemics, they've been to Wyoming, New York City, 
Florida. These boots have been around, across the country and back again. <laughs> Those boots, I mean, they were around when the dunes was around. <laughs> <laughs> Those boots have seen the have walked the halls of the stardust. <laughs> These boots have been inside the hacienda. <laughs> Those boots walked down Rainbow when it was a dirt road. <laughs> These boots have been in Summerlin before Summerlin was Summerlin. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? We're gonna see the same exact pair that come out from Lake Mead, JC. That's how old they are with the dead bodies. Those bodies they find are wearing my boots. <laughs> There's a dead body in Lake Mead wearing those same boots. <laughs> There's a body in the lake with my boots. Hey, hey get us here. Get, call us now with with your joke on how old JC's boots are. 702-364-9400. It's the new Yo Mama. <laughs> it's JC's boots. It's JC's boots. It's the new Yo Mama. Oh, my gosh. Are you hurt, JC? Are you? Is this okay? Are, I'm dying. I'm, I'm okay. sta- I need to worry about not three. I'm stalling, so hopefully, get more calls to come in and pile on my boots. <laughs> are we done with the hot three? <laughs> no, I'm just looking up uh, boot old jokes. Vegas things. Your, your boots are so old; it's so their social security <laughs> number is one. <laughs> my boots are so old; they saw Elvis perform. <laughs> your boots are so old; Moses wore the same style. <laughs> Moses, Moses was too cool for boots. He wore sandals. Your your boots are so old. You, you, uh, it wasn't called Burger King when you walked in there. It was Burger Prince. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. Your boots are so old. They tried to make a TikTok and they broke their, they broke the laces on it. I don't know what that even means. I'm trying to change these. Oh, oh. Uh, your boots are so old. Uh, let's see. They remember when the Grand Canyon was just a, just a ditch. Your boots are so old. They hiked the Grand. They, you know, they were down the Grand Canyon was just a ditch. Oh. I think we have boot jokes coming in on the phones. Okay. Uh, <sighs> sorry, I'm crying. These are so funny. Uh, Lauren, what's your boots joke? Your boots are so old, they were at the wet and wild on lunch. Lauren wins. Yeah, we end on that one. My boots are that old. <laughs> Mercedes in the morning this hour, 940. Four tickets for you to the advanced screening to see Top Gun Maverick. Monday night, see before anyone else. It's an awesome screening we have coming up in your tickets this hour. I'm watching right now online. Um, it's it, Taylor Swift is trending. She is uh, being honored with the, an honorary doctorate of fine arts today. And they're doing a live stream at NYU where she is going to be speaking at the commencement ceremony. It's happening at Yankee Stadium right now. Uh, they showed her walking in and everyone's cheering and she's waving. She's got the robe on and the cap. And just it's really cool. She even posted on her Instagram of her on her way there. So it's really exciting. And right now there's like 10,000 people on this live stream watching to see when she's going to actually speak. She hasn't gone up to speak yet, but she's there. You can see her sitting in the front row. Um, So it's kind of cool that uh, she'll be speaking here in a moment. I know a ton of people were trying to get in there. They were actually tracking down NYU graduates and offering money for extra tickets and order 
to get in there. So that uh, just shows the power of Taylor on that. I see her in her cap and gown. She looks beautiful in it. Harry Styles in New York City right now, too. Hmm. Craziness yes. happening right now. Did you have a big graduation party when you graduated from, from college or high school? Um, From college, you were there. Yes, it was. That was the party that had the leftover uh, barbecue. Yeah, yes, that was in yes, my backyard. Yes, yeah. yes. It, I wouldn't say it was big. It was just, you know, people that were my friends and family that were close to me. Yeah, I don't know, 20 people, maybe, maybe 25 people. It wasn't super big. Nothing crazy. The only thing is like, I, I couldn't get people to leave. Everybody started drinking, and then um, I believe you ended up arm wrestling my dad at one point. (laughs) It was just like, is anyone? And so finally, I was like, okay, just whatever. Let's just have fun. And we had a great time. It was so much fun. It was a blast. I remember like it was yesterday. Absolutely. Did anyone's graduation party go sideways? 702 364 9400. If so, what happened? So when I graduate, oh, she's going up. Oh, is she? Is she? Oh yeah, she's. she's Will you hear to go the up. audio? Um, I, I guess I could turn it really loud. That sounds like a concert. Oh, it's buffering. Where are you streaming it? Uh, just on Twitter. Oh my gosh, stupid Wi-Fi in this place. Turn your Wi-Fi off and just go off your um. If you're on your phone, just go off your um. Your data. I can't. This I can't. It's it's on my laptop. I can't get it. Can you get it? I'm trying to get it. I don't see the light. I see all the photos of her. Yeah, she just got called up to uh, give her speech. I want to get some of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the photos. She looks really cool. Yeah. This is uh This is pretty big. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to find it. It's so not we... like she graduated. She's just giving a speech, but it is pretty cool. But her. she got the honorary doctor. Yeah, so. true. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. Um, yeah. Now I think the live stream is crashing because now everyone's jumping on <laughs> it. But go ahead. Uh, talk about the the thing. I didn't mean to. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no. How, did, how did your graduation go sideways? Maybe you were planning a graduation and Taylor Swift showed up. At your uh, graduation. Yeah, no kidding. You Everything went <laughs> awry. For me, when I graduated college, my my family flew into town. I mentioned my my buddy, my roommate Tim. Horn, his family flew into town. It was it was kind of a civil like party afterwards. We, we just did a barbecue in my apartment complex, Paradise Bay Club. But the drinks were flowing, and then the, as the evening went on, my, my family left. They went back to the hotel room, and it was me. And somehow it was me, my buddy Tim, his dad Pat Horn, and his grandfather. I forget his grandfather's name, but Grandpa Horn. Oh, oh sorry, just turned on. I didn't do anything. Yeah, sorry. Grandpa Horn? Yeah, Grandpa Horn. My story can't compete with Taylor Swift. You are a role model across the world for your unprecedented talent and accomplishment. Your fierce advocacy for protection of those facing discrimination and your commitment to speaking out forcefully, eloquently, and effectively on behalf of all artists. I think this guy's going to talk for a while. <laughs> if she starts talking, I'll let you know. So Grandpa Horn, you all ended up where? We had three generation of horns. Ended up at a strip club. 
What? So there we are. It was a place called the Tender Trap back in the day. It was Flamingo and Paradise is where the Tender Trap was located. I think it is now called the Platinum Club. And uh, we were inside there. But the graduation party was over and was walking distance from our, our apartment. So we walked over there. But there we are at a strip club. And I look over and I'm like... I'm sitting here with three generation of horns, Tim Horn, Pat Horn, and Grandpa Horn, all at a strip club. How did this happen? Was that awkward at all? How was Grandpa Horn? Was he like, you know, his last name with a Y at the end? <laughs> he was very excited. You want to get the ladies to come over here at a strip club and bring Grandpa. Like, oh, look at Grandpa. He's so sweet. Oh, it's Grandpa Horn. <laughs> I was throwing 20s in front of Grandpa Horn. Ladies, dance for Grandpa. Dance for Grandpa. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know Grandpa was like, that JC, he's a nice kid. I like that guy. I like that guy. He's wonderful. And you know what? That was the night. No, that was was graduation night. Yeah, that was after the actual graduation ceremony. Or no, it was the the night before. I woke up the next day all hungover and and graduated. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. Yeah. Any more of Taylor Swift? Yeah, she's on now. Last time I was in a stadium this size, I was dancing in heels and wearing a glittery leotard. This outfit is much more comfortable. I would like to say a huge thank you to NYU's chairman of the board of trustees, Bill Berkeley, and all the trustees and members of the board, NYU's president, Andrew Hamilton, provost, Catherine Fleming, and Grandpa Horn. Oh, sorry, she didn't say that. Sorry. No, no, Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix ninety four point one? L, L, hello. Am I on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds really low. Uh, El Clasico is trending this morning. Soccer fans from across the globe could soon converge here in Las Vegas as two powerhouse teams in the sports world are reportedly set to take the field this summer at Allegiant Stadium. So yesterday, Madrid Zone, along with sports reporter Helena Condes Edo, announced on Twitter that Real Madrid and Barcelona will play in El Clasico. However... The date of the match has not been announced. No other details about uh, about the matchup have been released at this time. But if it is true and it is happening, this is a huge event for Las Vegas and Allegiant Stadium. I love I feel like we say that a lot. This is a huge event for our city. So many great things have been coming here are still to come. We're getting the Super Bowl. This thing's going to be bonkers if this takes place this oh, summer. Oh, yeah. I am so excited about that. I'm hoping we get a, a date here in the next few days. But absolutely enormous so that is pretty cool and that is trending this morning also trending this morning is sean mendez so the singer's being featured in the new tommy hilfiger campaign last week tommy hilfiger introduced its classics reborn summer 2022 global campaign and they tapped sean mendez to model the 1985 program collection and even though he wasn't Born in the USA, he is performing a Bruce Springsteen classic in the label's promotional video. He's wearing the brand's underwear and iconic short sleeve polo shirt throughout the video, and he did a cover of Dancing in the Dark. Now, here's what that sounds like. And 
in the clip, he's seen wearing a white top and blue jeans with a red, white, and blue bandana hanging out of his back pocket, which is obviously a reference to Springsteen's signature album cover photo. But what do you think? Pretty good? I think it sounds great, and I, I love Bruce Springsteen. I think this is a great cover. I'm looking at the photo of him, um, the butt shot. His jeans are a little bit looser than Bruce's. Oh, just a little bit? Yeah, and I think Bruce had a hat. Not a, he's got the um, the bandana. I think Bruce had a hat in his. Okay, yeah. Well, he's still paying tribute to, to the boss, as yeah, he should. Yeah, it's, cool. it's awesome. It sounds really good. Do you like it? I, I do like it. I mean, it's not Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Obviously, there's one Bruce Springsteen. But I think that if I'm Bruce, I'm like, that was a pretty decent attempt. Nice job, son. <laughs> <laughs> what in, I think it introduces the uh, Bruce Springsteen to a whole different generation of kids. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a great song, too. And then finally this morning, Applebee's is trending. If you are psyched about the new movie, Top Gun Maverick, well, stick around because we have some free tickets. But if you're also a fan of Applebee's, there's another way for you to get some tickets. The film is hitting theaters on May 27th. And if you make a qualifying purchase of $25 or more, you can that's dine-in, to-go, delivery even the app, um, you will get a free Fandango movie ticket to go see Top Gun. This is between now and June 12th. Um, here's here's another cool thing. If you spend $50 or more, you're going to actually get two free movie tickets. And if you really want to get in the spirit, they're going to have all sorts of little activations inside um, Applebee's, uh, life-size Pete, Maverick, Mitchell, Standy, some other cool surprises. So a nice way for you to go out to eat and get some movie tickets, too. And that is what's trending. Yeah, as Mercedes just mentioned, those tickets for you to see Top Gun, the advanced screening, four tickets, Top Gun Maverick. We have them for you in 10 minutes. Oh my gosh, chair. my fat thumbs. Oopsie daisy. Man, that <laughs> auto button. Touch screens are no good when you have multiple screens in front of you. <laughs> and you're eating too. I got a mouthful of chicken, Mercedes. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's so much going on right now. Well, let's talk to Nelson. Nelson, do you, you, you don't have a mouthful of chicken, do you? <laughs> Oh, man, don't tell me I'm the winner. You are the winner of Caller 20. Congratulations. I'm going to go see my man. (laughs) (laughs) You are. You got four tickets to our advanced screening to see Top Gun Maverick at Regal Red Rock IMAX on Monday. Congratulations. I'm going back to my cabin. Heck yeah. Back to the 80s with Nelson. Congratulations, buddy. And you're also qualified for this grand prize, a Top Gun experience at SkyCombatAce.com. You want to go to the advanced screening of Top Gun? We have more tickets coming up. Heather has them in the 3 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed any part of the show today, you can easily catch up wherever you get your podcasts. You can get it on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or just go to our website, mix 941 dot fm j love is on the way next to get you through your work day but right now it is time for the line of the day this morning was the roast of my boots these boots have been through pandemics <laughs> they've been to wyoming new york city florida these boots have been across the country and back again <laughs> those boots i mean they were around when the dunes was around <laughs> Dudes. Those boots walked down Rainbow when it was a dirt road. <laughs> Rainbow are so old, they were at the Wet and Wild on lunch. <laughs> Man, your boots are so old. I went to take a picture, and the picture came out in black and white. <laughs> what is up?
<laughs> JC loves it. We're not being mean. I don't he mind. I can just all day long, you guys. If, if, please, if an issue with it, get a tissue. <laughs> That's what I say to you. That'll do it for show number 1626 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.